0: You are listening to Ru, a podcast of global Confucianism. Join us as Dr. Ben Song explores the riches of the Ru tradition and its intellectual, philosophical, and spiritual heritage. Dr. Song is a scholar of Ruism more commonly known as Confucianism, as well as comparative philosophy, religion, and theology. He currently serves Washington College as an assistant professor of philosophy and religion. Here is Dr. Song with today's program.
1: The first point is that you need to breathe using your belly muscles rather than the chest ones. Belly muscles are stronger and larger, and they can stretch the expansion of diaphragm to a larger extent. As a result, your lungs will have larger room to expand when air is breathed in. This also means more oxygen will be inhaled in each round of breathing, which is good. Another benefit to breathe using belly muscles is that many organs are located in or surrounding our belly. When belly muscles are moving during our deep breathing, they will slightly move those organs as well. Because our belly is rightly at the center of our body, its movement can extend in a certain degree to other parts of our body. In this way, the contraction of belly muscles during deep breathing would be like letting them do a natural massage to our body, which will feel very good. Okay, let's have a practice now. Please put your hands on the two sides of your lower abdomen. And let's have a deep, slow, relaxing breath using our belly muscles. Breathing in, you feel the gradual rising of your belly. Breathing out, you feel its gradual descent. Breathing in, use your full capacity to let oxygen sink in. Breathing out, and you feel comfortable and relaxed. Good. Is it easy? Yes, it is easy. It only depends upon whether you consistently practice it. The Zhu tradition Beliefs of wisdom shares three features. It is simple, consistent, and adaptable to change. An appropriate method of breathing is definitely one very necessary component of the Zhu wisdom. The second point of Zhu breathing is that while breathing, our mind needs to be aware of each part of each round of breathing. There are three parts of each round of breathing. The first part is inhale. When you inhale, oxygen smoothes through nostrils into your lungs and is furthermore carried over to cells all over your body. Make sure your inhale is slow, deep, and relaxed. While practicing deep breaths, some people like to deliberately hold their breath for a long while after inhale. However, for beginning practitioners, I would not suggest you to do so. Even if you naturally want to hold the breath for a while, After inhale, I would not suggest you to make it too long. This is because after you hold your breath for some time, you will use more strength to exhale. And as a consequence, you will even need to immediately start the next inhale. In this way, a deliberate hold of breath will disrupt your natural pattern of breathing. But one of the most important principles to command an appropriate method of meditative breathing is to maintain the balance between discipline and spontaneity. Yes, we practice breathing so as to give us a little discipline. But the purpose of this discipline is to stimulate the natural reaction of human body inherent to our metabolic system. In a ruist term, we would say the discipline of breathing is to rediscover our innately good human nature. If you discipline yourself too much, like if you hold your breath after inhale for too long, you will disrupt that innately good human nature, and thus will slow down the process leading to ideal breathing. Therefore, when you start to practice breathing, please inhale deeply and slowly. Feel how you utilize your belly muscles to the largest extent. When you get to the limit, Exhale naturally. You do not need to deliberately hold your breath for too long. After you deep, slow, and relaxed inhale, the second part of each round breathing is exhale. When oxygen is carried to cells of your body, together with the nutrients digested from food, mainly sugar, it will be used to produce energy and carbon dioxide. Energy serves the functions of your body, while carbon dioxide, like a waste, will be released from your body. Since this is a process of release, we do not need much effort to do it. Therefore, while exhaling, the only thing you need to do is to naturally release the air in an even more relaxed way. Some friend was discussed with me whether we should use our mouth or nostrils to exhale when we practice meditative breathing. My view on this is that most of the time, let's still use the nostrils to exhale. This is because if we use our nostrils to inhale, but our mouth to exhale, we have to add an extra intention and a corresponding extra act of exhale through mouth to our practice. This will let our attention a little bit more difficult to get focused. However, for more mature practitioners, if they have gone through all the three stages of Zhu breathing, which I will describe in the following, they can choose to use mouth exhale according to their needs. For instance, if you are practicing eight brocade exercise, taiji muscle arch, or other moving forms of zhu meditation, you can choose to exhale through mouth since your body needs more energy input in a relatively shorter time in these cases. Or, as I will mention later, For adept practitioners, they can try practicing to prolong the time of one inhale before sleeping. In this case, it would not be a bad idea to exhale through mouth since it has been delayed for a long time. I will explain details of this mentioned practice in the following or in the future. In a word, for beginning practitioners of rule breathing, the key is to use your nostrils to exhale naturally and effortlessly, so that the carbon dioxide can be released from your body to serve needs of other beings in your environment. The third part of each round of breathing which we do not normally pay attention to, is the short pause after exhale. Normally, people do not realize that there is a short pause between exhale and next inhale. Because this pause is too short if we do not practice breathing, our daily awake life is occupied by varying events businesses, thoughts, feelings, and random ideas. And because of this, our body needs a constant input of energy flow to maintain its basic functions. Therefore, after exhale, we will feel an immediate need of next inhale. We would not even notice the short pause in between. However, when we practice meditative breathing, we are becoming more calm and relaxed, and our body also needs less energy than usual. In this case, the pause between exhale and the next inhale will become longer. This is similar to the state of our deep sleep. When we sleep deeply, Our body is completely relaxed, and no thought occupies our brain. Our breathing is also very delicate, slow, and effective. In this state, even if we do not immediately inhale after one exhale, the energy produced by the oxygen input is still enough for the use of our body. Similarly, when we practice rule breathing, we pay attention to the short pause after exhale. This is how we keep mindful of the pace and efficiency of the breathing metabolism of our body. And this is very important for practicing the three stages of rule breathing, especially its third stage which I will explain in the following. Good. Now, let me summarize the second key point of your breathing. That is, we need to be aware of the three parts of each round of breathing. A deep inhale, a relaxed exhale, and a short and gradually extended pause in between. The third key point of rule breathing, which is also the most important point, is that during the process of meditative breathing, we shall try to achieve the unity between the heart-mind, the air, which is one form of qi, vital energies, the body and the surrounding environment. In other words, we need to put the direction of our heart-mind, which is our attention, upon the breathed air, and furthermore, by means of the breathed air, our heart-mind can pay attention to the whole body where the air flows through. By the same means, our heart-mind can also attend the entire outside environment from which the air originates and circulates. In this way, when we consistently practice meditative breathing for a time, we shall eventually be able to simultaneously put our attention to the air, the body, and the environment. At this moment, we would experience the unity or harmony between our heart-mind and our body, and furthermore between our person and the environment. This unity or harmony is also the goal of our breathing practice. Why is the harmonious unity between the human heart-mind, the human body, and the environment so significant. From a ruist perspective, one major reason for diseases to arise is the disunity between heart-mind and body. For instance, if our heart-mind is not attending to our teeth, when we forget to brush them carefully or take care of their other needs, there will be cavities. Similarly, we are all prone to be emotional to certain people or events in our daily life. However, if we do not pay attention to why these emotions happen and how to have them be appropriate, instead, if we indulge ourselves in whatever emotions arise non-reflectively, our inappropriate emotions will turn into bad habits, and these habits will eventually hurt our health and cause diseases. Therefore, through practicing breathing, we can make our heart-mind stay close to the breathed air, and the breathed air stay close to the body. This is a foundational method for us to reach the unity of heart, mind, and body, which furthermore strengthens our health and general well-being. From the perspective of the relationship between us and our environment, there are mainly two components of our outside environment. They are the humans and the nature. While practicing breathing, we will pay attention to the entire environment, where we live through being mindful of how the air breathes in and out. In this way, we will realize the deep interconnection between earth and the environment. And this realization will be the basic condition for earth to perfect human relationship. And to better the relationship between humans and nature. In a word, while breathing, our heart mind pays a constant attention to the breathed air, and through the air, our attention clings to our body and to the outside environment, so that we can achieve the harmonious unity between the heart mind, the air, the body and the environment. This is the third and most important point of Zhu breathing. But how can we achieve this unity of heart-mind, air, body, and environment? After explaining the three key points of the method of Zhu breathing, I will start to describe the three stages of Zhu breathing. If you follow the three points of the method and experience all the three stages of rule breathing one after another, you will understand how to discipline your breathing to achieve the aforementioned state of harmonious unity.
0: Thank you for listening to RU, a podcast of global Confucianism. If you enjoyed today's program, please consider subscribing to this podcast. If you would like to learn more about Ruism, please follow the link to Dr. Song's website included in the show notes. Opening music, Tada by Siddhartha Korsas. Closing music, Endless Forms Most Beautiful by Siddhartha Korsas. Thanks again for listening. And we look forward to you tuning in again next time.